books. Whether they get downloaded to your Kindle, read to you on Audible, or whether you go old school with a leather-bound volume, books take us places we've never been. They inform and entertain. They frighten and enthrall us. Book lovers in St. Louis are fortunate to have one of the largest book festivals in the country, boasting more than 10,000 audience members annually. It's the St. Louis Jewish Book Festival, which celebrates authors, books, and ideas. The range of author topics is vast. Business, cooking, economics, family, fiction, history, music, religion, sports, and so much more. And the esteemed group of previous festival speakers have included Saul Bellow, Richard Dreyfus, Marley Matlin, Neil Simon, Ellie Wiesel, and so many others. I'm Karen Scher, Vice President of Community Engagement for Federation. Welcome back to our Here for Good podcast. At Federation, we are in the middle of our 100 Days to Make an Impact campaign. This is when we work to get the word out about the many ways your donations to Federation make a difference in our community. As we say, our traditions are timeless, our needs are now. One of those traditions is the Jewish Book Festival, now in its 41st year. This timeless treasure returns November 3rd, as always, at the Jay's Steinberg Family Complex in Creepcore. Here today to talk with us about the book festival is its director and a good friend from her days with Federation, Amy Bornstein. Amy, I'm so excited to have you here today. Welcome. It's nice to see you back in our building. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's really great to be here and always great to be back at the Federation. So this is your second book festival. How are you feeling going into the second year? This is really exciting. So I began with the book festival um, in my role in May of 2018, and I really had to jump in and plan our 40th year, which was an anniversary program. And it was a huge effort, but it was really incredible. Due to all the support at the J and the volunteers, we had a phenomenal year. But this year, going into the 41st, there was almost a little bit more pressure because now I've been in the role for a full year and was given the opportunity to really create a festival that I thought would meet the goals of both the J and the community. So it's been very exciting and challenging, and we're gearing up for an incredible festival. So what difference, like what things have you maybe changed up a bit this year based on the fact that you have now a, a whole year under your belt? I think the exciting thing with the book festival is there's so much opportunity, and there are so many people that are writing books that are relevant to Jewish themes are written by Jewish authors. So something I've really focused on this year is making sure that we feature not necessarily the big names that get a lot of exposure, although we do have those like Isaac Mizrahi, but really bringing in people with big stories and those authors that wouldn't necessarily have a stage or have an opportunity for their voice to be heard. We are focusing on making sure they have a place at our festival so that the people attending can really hear some fresh and new ideas. So I'd love to talk more about that. But before we get into some of the other authors that you're bringing in, your featured speaker, as you said, is Isaac Misrahi. Why him? Isaac Mizrahi is incredible, and he was a really easy choice for us as a keynote. He wrote this memoir, I Am a Memoir, after his name, Isaac Mizrahi, and it really centers around his childhood growing up as a gay Syrian Orthodox Jew in America and what that was like for him sort of coming into his own, being the the child of immigrant parents and also dealing with his religious background and and 
comparing that to what his identity was and, and who he would become. So we felt that that story would really resonate with a lot of people in the community. And we always like to bring in a big name to do something fun for our opening night. And Isaac really had all of the the pieces to be a perfect keynote speaker for us. So we're very lucky that he agreed to come to St. Louis and we're excited for him to share his story. That's that's really great because it's probably part of the story that nobody really knows. So he's really sharing a whole different narrative of who he is. Yes, absolutely. I think so many people see the the glitz of Isaac Mizrahi and everything he's done with Project Runway and who he is today. But this story will really show the grit beneath the glitz of, of who he was and how he grew up and the things that happened, which maybe weren't so great, that shaped him into the person he is today. I really like that, the grit beneath the glitz. Will he ha- will Project Runway come up at any point during his talk or is that going to be at all a focus of what he's going to say or really more about his own personal story? Yeah, I think Project Runway is a huge part of that story, but it's going to be so much more than that. We learn a lot about what Isaac was like as a child growing up, what his upbringing was like, what his schooling was like, and what those life experiences were. I think people will be surprised to hear that life wasn't always easy for him, dealing with so many of his um, marginalized identities as he does have. And he's very vulnerable and honest about what he's gone through and how that's made him the person he is today. So I think there will be a, a serious and somewhat surprising undertone, but we're still excited for the the Isaac that everyone knows who's funny and charming and a bit of a character and out there. I think it'll be a really fantastic evening. And that evening is November 3rd? Yes, that is Sunday, November 3rd at the J. Oh, terrific. And what time does that begin? That'll be at 7 p.m. And people can get those tickets for $45 or it's included in our premiere pass, which is a great value for the whole festival. Sounds like a night not to be missed. So you have more than 35 noted authors who will speak this year. How do you decide who will appear? That's a great question. We have so many great options when it comes to um, authors for our festival. And I think there's this notion that people aren't reading anymore, or nobody's picking up hardcover, you know, real books, everything's digital. But I don't believe that's true. I think there's so many people writing new books, and there are people that want to consume that that knowledge that way through literature and through stories. So we go through a pretty extensive process of reviewing prospective authors and stories for our festival. We work really closely with the Jewish Book Council in New York, which aggregates a list of about 250 Jewish authors or authors with Jewish content for us to review. And then we work with a committee process to decide who we want to bring to St. Louis, what are the ideas that we need to hear, the conversations we need to be having. And um, what are the topics that our community really enjoys to hear about? And that's kind of how we put together the puzzle of what becomes um, the the framework of the festival. So you mentioned you have a committee and a committee process. Tell me a little bit about that. Like who's involved? How many people do you have involved? Our committee for the Jewish Book Festival is absolutely incredible. I cannot express enough how much this is really driven by a committee process. We have co-chairs every year. This year, um, Bob Germain and Barb Williams are our fantastic co-chairs, and they lead a group of over 75 volunteers who work year-round on the book festival, on everything from choosing the authors to um, our ticketing process, our bookstore. They run the bookstore completely during the festival our raffle system, hospitality, driving the authors around, really showing them that St. Louis hospitality that we've come to be known for in the literary world. 
And it's because of these volunteers, some of who've been involved since day one, 41 years ago, wow. that we have such a fantastic festival. Yeah. That's incredible. I mean, just the fact that people are so committed to this particular book festival, and I'm sure seeing it grow from its inception has got to be a story in and of itself and probably a book at some point. It would be great to get those first, you know, and the the ones that were there the first year to tell us that story. Yes, it's absolutely incredible. We have such dedicated volunteers that have really been doing this since the start and they reminisce on what it was like when they were just a small group, um, you know, doing a lot of the heavy lifting themselves to now what an incredible festival we've become. And so much so that authors now request us as a site they want to visit, which is really, really amazing. And last year, it's, it's sort of a funny story, but we had requested an author through the Jewish Book Council, and somehow our request got missed, and that author didn't receive a request from us. And he reached out to his publishing team and said, I really want to go to St. Louis. Can you find out if I'll be invited? And then we found out it was a mix-up, and of course we wanted him to come. Um, that was Martin Fletcher. And it was amazing that, you know, we have such a great reputation in St. Louis for our audience and our hospitality that someone such as, as Martin Fletcher wanted to make sure to be here in St. Louis. I mean, it, we really, it really put St. Louis on the map. And for those who like to fly over to St. over St. Louis from either coast to know that something this significant is happening in the Midwest and in our city is, is really important to promote out there. Absolutely. We've really been able to make a name for ourselves as the St. Louis Jewish Book Festival. And I think it's just a testament to this entire community to both the resources that are brought back in, the sponsors who make this possible, the organizations and agencies which support with co-sponsorship, and everyone who volunteers both before, during, and after the festival to to make this, which is truly a community and regional project. Yeah, tell me a little bit about that, the community um, engagement that goes on with creating this book festival. Obviously, you have a phenomenal committee of over 70 volunteers. You are one staff person with all of that. How does the community really help support the work of the book festival? We see the community as playing such an integral part in this festival because the reason we do it is to reach people out there that want to hear these stories and hear from these authors. So we have an incredible process where we work with congregations, agencies, Jewish organizations, and also community organizations such as the St. Louis County Library, the International Institute, to reach out and make sure they both feel involved in the festival and feel that they have the ability to invite their um, audience members, their constituents to come. And through that process, we've seen our audience grow and we've seen diversity in the people who come to the festival because Really, what's what's Jewish about the Jewish Book Festival, while it is Jewish authors and sometimes Jewish topics, it's the values that we bring to the community. And it's the topics and the themes that we want to talk about. And that is relevant for everybody, whether you are Jewish or not, um, whether you are a St. Louisan or not. These are really big themes and topics that a lot of people want to be a part of. What are some of the themes and topics that have kind of really bubbled up this year for the festival that might be different from past years? I think this year we're seeing a lot of a desire for connection and community. People want to connect with each other and they want to feel connected to those around them. Um, and I think that just stems from what's going on in our world. There's a lot of isolation and loneliness, and there's a lot of anti-Semitism and hate and discrimination. And I think all of those themes around the country, around the world, 
make people feel like they want to know their neighbors and be connected to the people around them and also have some of those dialogues that are really important to get to these core issues of discrimination or racism or anti-Semitism. So interesting. So when you're looking for speakers and and the books, um, what what do you see that makes a really good Jewish book festival speaker? Because maybe you might have a great book, but you also are there to hear them. Absolutely. We make sure that our speakers not only have a great book, but are also someone that people are going to want to come here and and speak and tell their story, whether it's fiction, nonfiction, memoir. We look for people that are engaging and dynamic, and we look for people that are genuine, people that are doing this because they want to really share their story and speak to a community When you think of these authors, so many of them are not the people that are making, you know, a lot of money by being an author and traveling and getting all these honorariums. A lot of the authors that we bring in are people who may have other full-time jobs, maybe are um, educators or historians or um, novelists, and they write because it's their passion and they want to share a message. Those people, I think, make the best speakers of all. Absolutely. really speaks to a variety of different groups and people who are really looking to connect. It's it's really beautiful. Um, and I know the book festival lasts, what, two weeks? Yes, two weeks. So it starts on November 3rd and it ends. Is there another big event that is that's within the book festival? Can you tell me a little bit about maybe the trajectory of the book festival? Sure. The book festival traditionally um, is two weeks every year. So this year that's November 3rd to 15th. We'll have about three authors a day for the entire two-week period, one at 10.30 in the morning, one at 1 o'clock p.m., and one at 7 p.m., almost every day. We urge people to check the schedule to see when the authors are coming in, but we try to use as many of those slots available as possible to make sure we can bring in as many people as we can. After our kickoff evening on November 3rd, we'll have a full week of author programming, and then we'll have some special programs on both um, Saturday night, November 9th, and Sunday night, November 10th, with some bigger programs that people will be interested in. On Saturday night, we have an author, Dave Itzkoff, talking about Robin Williams and his life story, which I think will be really fascinating. This is an incredible biography on Robin Williams. And on Sunday, November 10th, we have Todd Purdom, who's going to be speaking about his book, Something Wonderful, which is the story of Rodgers and Hammerstein. And we'll be pairing that with some Rodgers and Hammerstein music performed live to round out that program, um, which I think will be really special. The, the community will really enjoy that. It will be a treat. And then we'll have another week of um, full week of events that will culminate on Friday morning, November 15th, with a really fascinating author named Barbara Ostfeld, who was the first female ordained cantor in Jewish history, which is oh. really incredible. And you would think that um, a woman who is the first ordained cantor wouldn't be young enough to speak, but she is because it wasn't that long ago that women were permissible to become cantors. And her story is incredible. So that's how we're going to finish out the festival this year. Wow, how inspiring. Everything that you've shared about the book festival this year just sounds exciting, inspiring, and even more than that, just so needed um, at this time when people do, like you said, feel isolated, feel a sense of lack of community and really looking to to build that and to come together as a community. So what a wonderful way to be able to be here in the St. Louis Jewish community than to attend these wonderful events and see their friends and neighbors and others um, be part of that. I think that's just such an exciting and wonderful um, tradition that St. Louis has had for now 41 years. Yes. Thank you, Karen. I want to say we encourage 
anyone and everyone to come to the book festival. It is an open and accessible program. And we hope that people who maybe never come before or have thought about coming and, um, and didn't will, will try it out this year. We have something for everybody and we'd love to see them at the festival. So how can people, do they have to buy tickets? Can they show up? How does that work? We have a number of ways for people to buy tickets and we have some free events as well. I'd also like to mention that all students with a valid student ID are completely free to come to any festival program. So students, universities definitely are welcome to invite their classrooms to attend an author program. But the community can buy tickets online at our website at the stljewishbookfestival.org. And every program has a different ticket price. But we also encourage people to go for our premiere pass, which is $110. And that grants access to every book festival program from now until June of 2020. And that'll include our bookend programs, which we have three of, which will happen outside of the festival. Um, we have one in November, one in December, and one in March already planned. So the premiere pass is an incredible deal, over $600 in value. You. And it's just a great way to um, be flexible and be able to come to as many programs that you'd like. And so they can get that online. They Can they also come to the J and purchase those tickets? Yes, thank you. They can come to the J to our box office during normal business hours at the Creve location and purchase tickets or also call our box office. The number is 314-442-3299 or buy them online. So there are several ways to get tickets and we hope that people will – Take advantage of the authors that we have coming to town and the the chance to really be part of this this amazing program in our community. Well, there'll be quite a buzz here in November at the J at the Millstone campus at the Steinberg Family Complex. So this is very exciting and what a pleasure to have you here with us today, Amy, and to share out about the 41st Jewish St. Louis Jewish Book Festival. Very Thank you. Exciting. Thank you so much. Terrific. So as I mentioned at the top of the podcast, Federation Now is in the middle of our 100 Days to Make an Impact. The name of this podcast is a play on our motto, Here for Good, which drives all of the work we do at Federation. When you give to the Jewish Federation of St. Louis, you are part of something larger than yourself. You are connected to others who believe in a shared responsibility to our community. Federation is people working together and leveraging our collected resources to achieve common goals. Please visit jfedstl.org to make your donation today. Before we go, we always like to highlight a few of the many events going on in our community. Here's another event at the J. If you are looking for an event designed to test the mind, body, and spirit while gathering your friends together for an evening of hilarity and crazy challenges, you may want to try the Jauntlet. On the evening of Saturday, October 19, teams of 10 will go head-to-head in a variety of athletic and non-athletic games that require teamwork, resourcefulness, determination, and an ability to make decisions on the fly. The Sandra and Mendel Rosenberg Sunday Afternoon Film Series for 2019 returns October 27 with Stefan Zweig, Farewell to Europe. In 1936, Jewish author Stefan Zweig left Austria for South America to escape the specter of Nazism. This intense film charts his years of exile and his inner struggle for the right attitude toward the events in war-torn Europe. Introductory remarks and post-screening discussion facilitated by Caroline Kaida, Assistant Professor of German Studies at Washington University in St. Louis. Farewell to Europe will be shown free of charge. The screening will take place at the Holocaust Museum and Learning Center, 12 Millstone Campus Drive. 
Next, JPRO, the association dedicated to supporting professionals working at Jewish organizations throughout St. Louis, is now accepting nominations for the 15th annual JPRO STL Peer Recognition Awards and the 5th annual JPRO STL Partnership Award. Nominations can be submitted by any staff person at a Jewish organization, day school, or congregation. The deadline for submission is November 1st, and awards will be presented at the community-wide luncheon on Thursday, January 30th of 2020 at the Jay's Steinberg Family Complex. The J-Pro STL Peer Awards honor those who exemplify professional excellence and dedication to their position, organization, and the St. Louis Jewish community. Categories include visionary, emerging leader, career achievement, mentor, pillar, Jewish educator, chesed, kindness, and dedication for support staff. The J-Pro STL Partnership Award honors a lay leader who best represents the lay staff partnership. Nominations can be submitted online for both awards at jfedstl.org backslash luncheon. So that's it for this episode. If you enjoyed it, we hope you will leave a rating and comment on iTunes and join us again next week. Thank you so much for listening to Here for Good. <music>